Das ist ein cooler Warm-up. Warm-up? No, warm-up the lip. Warm-up. Got a warm-up. Very good. <laughs> we lie, right? I know we're live, bro. I knew that something was fucking wrong. Here we are. Trying to fix that GoPro for the Oscar No, but you see, you got it good. That's how we want to sign it. Hey, people who want to start a podcast, they got to know how to start. Diaphragm issue. You know, they got to start. Anyway, we do. There you go. And we got our man. Now we got a real singer in the house. Hey, we are happy to be here live and direct, like we always are, right? With our man. This is going to be Spanglish then. No? It's going to be Spanglish. Spanglish. It's going to be Spanglish. I like Spanglish. Yeah. Robin Ritz. You're going to be Rip heard in, in the UK, Australia, Canada, whatever, all over the place. Hey, Robin Rip, so, right? Is it Rip? Grip. So rip. Rip it up. Pero no como el rip, sino rip. Rip. Como rest in peace. Like rip it up. Cuando vamos a empezar. Exacto. Oficialmente. Ah, oh, bueno. We, yeah, we are. Oh, we so are. we are. Hello, friends. ¿Cómo estamos? <laughs> yeah, say hello, people. Say hello, no, world. <laughs> podcast. This is how podcast we start world. a podcast. Yeah, man. With no We're professional. When we have no alcohol, oh. it's just kind of weird. Are you, you drinking drink all the time? It's me. It's like, no, I only drink on Tuesdays. Podcast Cheers, day. Man. Once a year. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah. This is the. I mean, I'm I'm opening this. <laughs> yeah, Basically. Man. Yeah, we're happy to have you here. You know, well, we're actually thank you so much. Happy. Thank yeah. you for having me. To be here with you. Let me act you. like I was drinking. So I yes. could have Sphere, the nightlife entrepreneur on Instagram, and your Instagram. Ronald Rip. And Ronald Rip. Ronald Rip. How also the nightlife entrepreneur on Amazon. Entrepreneurs.com slash podcast. And remember, Spotify, on Google Play, on YouTube, on Facebook, on bro, whatever. Hey, also, o, also at Doral Food and Wine Festival, where you you're probably gonna be singing there. Yes. Right? Yes. Come check them out. This is new to me. Live LMG Miami. I'll speak Thank to you, you guys. Those are our sponsors for the day. Yes. Um, right, and man. we work actually. And we work. Yeah, we're we using work this space, this beautiful space here in Brickle. It's yes. nice. This is nice. We wanted to have a little, a different uh, background today for you guys, but the light. And James here been doing. He's been doing a lot of yoga, so. And we decided to do this from the floor. <laughs> yeah. You know, we yeah. want to be the vibe. Ground on five, five. You know what I mean? So, ground level. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're ground level. Long story short, I've known this guy for, uh, man, over a decade, for yeah. sure. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Um, at least 15 years. Yeah, at least 15 years. You guys work together? Uh, we yes. have been colleagues. Right. We have been Still competition. Good. We yeah, have been always friends. friends. Um, wow. And yeah, yeah. In this business, you bro, sometimes you're together, sometimes you're not. And, right. But as long as you do it. Was it a secret or was it like, you know, live? People knew. People knew oh, that you guys no, were yeah, no, no, Not secretive kind of competition. No, okay. no. Right, right. No. Open. We need to form a band, actually. That's the only thing we haven't done together. Wow. Uh, rock band or you something. Seen <laughs> there you go. There you go. You haven't seen this guy. Yeah, I tried singing one instance today. This guy's a singer. This guy's been a, you know, uh, well, I've, I've known him as a nightclub promoter for a, for a long time. Yeah. Right. Um, right now, he's more concentrated in, in, in his music um, career than anything. <clears throat> and we want to talk a little bit about both. Both the, worlds. You know, it, is, it is entertainment in the end. And right. It is, it's know, all at night. It's all at night. show business. Right. Well, unless exactly. you're singing in a brunch, right, right. but exactly. So, so <laughs> every week we start with the same question, <clears throat> and is how did you fall into this shithole of a life? Um, <laughs> no, man. I'm <laughs> kidding. Bro. I'm completely well, kidding. I got I got here in Miami in 1997, and I remember I was working on um, 
in a warehouse, like um, getting CDs together for uh, exporting, you know, like new age CDs, new age music. And I was working there and I got a call from uh, Ovaldo Ponte Jr., which was um, the son of, of Oscar de Leon, manager. And he said, we're gonna open a party. So I, I, need, I, I see you're popular on the nightclub business. I mean, the nightclub, you're partying all the time, you're getting people, you, you're knowing people every time, you know, you're meeting people and you're getting people to the places, blah, blah, blah. So do you, I mean, do you want to pass some flyers for, for our party? We're gonna open up. Actually, it was here in Brico. Uh, this street right here, I mean, you cannot see it, but, it's but like, hold on. it was totally dark, uh, like a, it was oh, all it was downtown. We're talking about 17 years ago. Wow. He but was, he worked there with you, or he was just, he just came by, he went by there? No, 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 he, he was the one, uh, the, I mean, the owner of the party. Okay. He was the main promoter. Got it. And uh, I was here, and can you pass some flyers for, you know, for the party and help us out for Remember 50 bucks? Remember the name bucks. of the party? Uh, no, place place was place was called Segundo Piso. Do you remember that? Of course, <laughs> it was crazy. The Segundo Piso, Monica, uh, the door, and uh, imagine what was going freaking, on in the Primera. It's actually a bank Alfredo now. Gamboa. It's the second floor across from Lou Martini. It was a bank. Jesus, it's Christ. now a bank. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a re regional regions bank. Now. Exactly. Oh wow, exactly. Okay. There you go with that. Shout out. So you started. So, uh, so that's what we call street promo, basically. Correct. So, so I was passing flights for fifty bucks. Okay. Every night. And I get to bring my friends to get a couple of drinks. You know, I started that, you know, $50 a night wasn't bad for me when was the first time that I did it. 17 years so, ago also. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's like, chilling. you know, it's that was the first party that I was... Nowadays, you know, yeah. like, you know, you pay 50 75, bucks 100 bucks a, a night. To, to give out flyers. Right. Yeah, correct. All right. I was making $200 per month. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. We got there like, like, I don't know, like 100 people maybe. You know, Where are you from? Where, what's in Arizona? Originally from Caracas, Venezuela. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've been here for for 20 years already. Okay. 21 years, actually. Yeah. Wow. So from yeah. that um, strip promotion, when did you jump? I uh, met this guy, Alejandro Lazardi, at the same party. Right. Because, no, it wasn't the same party. We had the uh, the second floor, Latin, and downstairs, Brazilian. Right. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and he was doing... Uh, See, I told you something was going on in the first freaking, floor. Right? Uh, Did I say that? Samba, whatever. Brazilian party hey. going on. Da, 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 yeah. da, da, sure. da. Samba and house music, all that, downstairs. Capoeira. So I met this guy. Yeah, so, okay. so I met this guy. And he was like, bro, you're very talented. I mean, you, you get to know a lot of people and you're like charismatic. Well, I have a project that I'm gonna do and I'm gonna call you. Okay, cool. Then he called me, like, you know, time passed and I'm talking about two years after that. It was like Covacha was a 2000, year oh, 2000. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo! Shout so, out to the Covacha. The Covacha was, the, the sales were like, you know, dead. You know, Covacha was like, I don't know, 50 people. Super hey, but dead. let me ask you something. When you were so you were pro, you were promoting this party, right? And and you were you did that for like two years, one year, like how no, long? No, that party how? lasted like that party I don't know, like three months. Last, yeah, that party it was didn't last. Super bad. But then, super. But you liked it. You enjoyed it. You yeah, were like, correct. You know what? Fifty bucks doing this. I go out. I kind of like meet people. I'm right. All right. So when I used cool. to go to to this guy's party in uh, so at that time, Kibis Kane. And Kibis actually, Kane. Oh. I want to be honest in the camera. Huh? I was. You know, the truth, man. <laughs> this is the moment. This is the total truth. All right. It's okay. All right. Take it personal. Whatever He was there. He was there with the LNG production. That, that time was like me so handy. Okay. I kind of admired the people, these people. They were like, you know, the kings for me. Because I wanted to you be, like, you know, when Ronald Reeve has something that is very, I don't know, it's, 
actually a curse or a, or a, how do you call that or an advantage or blessing yeah or an advantage blessing, blessing yeah is that when when I get to do something I go all the way you go all the I mean I signed that contract nice so I was like you know when I met these people and they were super successful number one in the city what party were, you, were they doing uh, at the time? and South at that time South Fork in Kiwi okay. 2,000 people venue it was freaking crazy they were selling a lot of uh, you know uh, Uh, bottles and you know that, yeah that, that, and you were in a bottle time but it was packed like all the table yeah, yeah, you, drink, were, drink, drink. you were in and where were you giving out flyers and everywhere you know okay. cars and people on the streets but uh, i used to go to their parties to get people oh. all the time it's like you know oh, that's wow. the point to meet these people and to get it for me you, so, so you to, so to is actually there a term them. for that is there a name like was that a, like you were like a crowd a crowd thief That's kind of like, right? Yeah, yeah, basically. Because yeah, you, I was there, you would like catch them and say, like, hey, hey, why are you, you coming know, here? Come to this party. I was where the, where the fish were. Okay, exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah. I was like, you know, all these people are consuming nightlife, are consuming alcohol, are consuming these parties. Right. And I'm there, they're my friends. They're going to, you know, let yeah. me get them and make my PR there. If you did it with permission, it was cross-promotion. So that okay. the cross-promotion <laughs> is allowed and it's, and it's good for some businesses. Especially back then, we were all doing a one night a week. Thing. We weren't concentrated on anything else, just that. So we did a lot of cross-promotion with, for example, <clears throat> their parties or La Coacha, for example, right. where the other venue was packed. Okay. Until we start, like, we actually had issues with, like, La Coacha, Aurelio, right. our friend right, right. now. <laughs> uh, back then, we were big competition. Yeah. You know, it was the two venues that were, like, super packed. Competing. You know, one on Friday, one on Saturday. Right. Um, but it was just, you know, a hey, lot of competition. Like, to the point where they sent us like security to oh, beat us up and oh, take us out of the, yeah, it was crazy. the That's that. serious. crazy. So let me ask you this. Is, is, if you know, for those listeners and viewers out there, is it okay to do that? Is it a, you know, crowd thief? No. Is crowd thiefing, you know. <laughs> With permission. Yeah. But think about not it. Really. Like, is that But in the had, book? Like, is a, there, a special is, relationship, right. like, you know, our business relationship. I mean, I actually, you know, because that's with their clever. parties, that's I used to promote clever, yeah. them for free as well because right. I got my people there also. You know, uh, you know, it was business for them to have me. I was really popular at that time. Not very, but I was starting yeah, to, to get into the the, the, so, the so, zone. You so know what Jay, I mean? you don't recommend uh, crowd thinking? Not, not, not if you take it, you know, in the way that you're disrespectful. Like if you go into somebody else's venue with Your flyers, flyers uh -huh. of another party that's the same night mm -hmm. or, you know, with no permission. If you get permission from two people. The main promoter. Yeah, I love how you said the owner. With the, yeah. well, the main promoter and the owner. Yeah, <laughs> main promoter. <laughs> and the owner. Yeah. No, seriously, he's a, he's these are the two guys that are gonna get mad at whoever is doing promotion of some other some other party at their venue. You know, because it took them time, work, and money to bring those people Correct. together to one place. Right. And then now you're gonna come. It. Okay. So, so guys, if you're gonna go out there and give out flyers, try not to crowd thief. Yeah. Back <laughs> then, that was different. Like he said, it was. I was a friend of the house, a friend of the other. Yeah, yeah, it was allowed. And I didn't, said, yeah, go ahead. you know, I wasn't open another party the way, that was or very anything, confident you know? of them to be like, yeah, you know what, man, you want to take a couple of people, go ahead. And that's another thing. Right, if right, you right. are confident enough that yeah. it doesn't, I mean, the doesn't first thing was I, we did not have a party on that same night that they were promoting also. So it's not like I had something else to promote for that day, so it didn't really matter. I'd rather right. have my, my clients at a friend's party than somebody else's. For sure. Yeah. So that was right. That right. Okay. To see it. Now, when did you jump into? Okay, I'm becoming enough, you know, popular enough to actually get into the nightlife business a little more. Be, now have the title of I'm a promoter. So, I, so, so that you, 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 that happened. You identified when you became like you already started being known as like, oh, that guy 
knows right. the right parties to where right. to go. As, as he said, he was becoming more popular. Okay. Yeah, it was becoming more then, popular, and you know, and that's how long when, did it take? like, two years, two years, years and a half. Yeah, to, like, yeah. I used to be valet parking. There. I used to valet parking. The crowd thief. I, I, used to, I used to ballet parking, uh-huh. okay. uh, getting out like at 8, 9 at night. I used to shower in the lavatory, I mean, the, how do you call that? The, the lobby sink. The, the the sink. You used to shower like, in the you know, sink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Change my clothing, go to That's the nightclub right there. until 4.30 in the morning, then wake up at 7 to go ballet parking again. That's great. Man, I gave it up to, like, yeah, yeah. see, that's oh, yeah. what you call hustle, right? <laughs> you shower in the sink. But as I said, no I wanted to get... To just get I, your... I, <laughs> could you just even picture that? You walk in, I walk in, and I see a guy showering in the cell. I'll be like, okay, I'll see you later. And I'll, like, yeah, I wanted to, of. I mean, I signed the contract to be one of the best promoters in the city. I was nice. like, I want to go all the way. I have to be the best. Awesome. Uh, you know, and I did it. You know, basically, you know, at some level, I reached that point. Good for you. And then, um, you know, I opened this part. You know, I got this call from Alejandro Lazardi, and he offered me, you're going to be my partner, 50-50, at La Coacha opening oh. August 11th, 2000. Are you serious? Yes. So, so we jumped. talk about, like, you know, coming from promoter to a club owner, so you became, like, uh, no, 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 the I night was, was your was From the, the street no, no. to the owner of the party. Wow. Owner of the party, correct. Yes. 50-50 with Alejandro Lazardi, 2000. And, uh, you guys changed the name of the venue, no? For that party? No. That's not the one that you changed the name of no. the local. Okay. No. And okay. uh, we opened up 11, uh, August 11, 2000. Year 2000. Wow. Uh, we got like the 700 that? people there. We didn't sleep that week. It was that, crazy that's actually, promotion. Shower that? That's actually my partner's birthday. Uh, Correct. Um, so we had a white party going on at that same time. Right. And we opened up oh. Friday nights. Right. It was super successful. You didn't I was sleep. making some money. I wasn't making wow, but I was making some money. And you were having fun. But I, w- I had my name on it it's like you yeah, know the yeah. Ronald Rip party wow. it, you know yeah, I was you like you know like, that level of importance yeah. got me to a level that you know it's like you, this is Ronald Rip party now, this now, is like, now that you mentioned that a, uh, Ronald's one of the few guys that has built a company around his name got because it. Um, you know all personal the brand all the, yeah before all this personal branding talk correct came, you know before. everybody wants to personal brand themselves yes hence the nightlife entrepreneur Yep. But <laughs> with with Ronald before, um, all he this, was already yeah. Like, cause for example, for us it was like we were LMG, La Misma Gente at the beginning, then became LMG, you know. But it was like I never promoted Julio Zambrano. Well, I used to promote. I used to do graffiti. Your your name is a, as yeah. A, okay. Yeah. So yeah, what up? So so the point <laughs> you said promoting. He started. So, so the point is this. Yes. He actually built. Uh, a brand around his, you know, I, I, you know, the Ronald Rip, you know, the Rip brand. Which, by the way, what does the Rip represent? Where, where did it come from? No, that was uh, when it I was 11 years away old. From your party, uh, I used to, <laughs> I used to surf a lot in you my country. Oh. 11 a lot, uh, for some reason. Right? Yeah. Um, Do you have 11? I used to surf a lot, and you know, there was this brand called Rip Curl, and I had my 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 surfboard full of my stickers, Rip Curl. People call me Rip Rip, like you know, Ooh. because of that brand. And actually, that you know, the name Ron Rip was created by you guys, um, by uh, Victor Malo mm-hmm. and uh, Victor Gustavo Malo. Quilla. He said, "Bro, you cannot be called Rip because it's too short, three layers. It's like you know, mm-hmm. Ronald is like nobody knows by your last name or your name. So combine the two, Ronald Rip R R is super cool. So they gave I you a cool name, man. Yeah. Right. So shout out to those people that gave you the names. Wow, right, right. It was a cool logo. And they and created the logo. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, awesome. So. So that party lasted a while. Um, that, that Friday night party was, probably, was yeah, probably a success. year after a year. When was uh, 
en la covacha, right? En la covacha, with this partner, with Alejandro. I was like, bro, you know, to be honest with you on the camera, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> again, keep it real, like, man. Yeah, you know, I don't wanna, you know, I don't here, not to lie. I'm like, yeah. bro, ¿qué hago yo en este rancho? Dije yo. Oh, como que, bro, this is like wow. a chosa, so, you know, to so, me. So, 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 so that means you're. Yeah, this, I was. Yeah, just to explain to those that don't yeah, understand yeah. what he's talking about, basically, um, this was a venue that was maybe not to the standards of, you know. But it was very lax. Actually, actually, Ronald, Ronald Rip was always focused on the high-end clientele. That's one of the main things. Mm -hmm. um, and La Covacha was successful, but was not known what I for their best clientele. Correct. Your Friday night party over there with Alejandro was the best clientele that the venue had. But it's difficult to convince the good people to go to the venue that's not so high-end for Correct. a long time. Yeah, yeah. Such a good reputation. And, and, and it was also kind of like very Latin. It was very yeah. open, right? right? So, so, so it's very important when you guys are are Looking talking about maybe starting a party mm -hmm. uh, to think about the venue that you're going to do think about your clientele think about your your niche your people you know where you want to do it and wh who are you bringing to it is it to the standards that you're looking for and it doesn't have to be high-end you know the opposite is is also true if if you have you know uh, a bad not, not bad what, what do you call the opposite of the high-end clientele bad night you know, no, bad no, the, clientele the, 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 you know the people kind of like general. ghetto I guess, uh, that's, yeah, you know, you could yeah, go ghetto as clientele. far as ghetto or, or, or raunchy or whatever you want to call raunchy. it. Whatever it is, there are venues for that and it is a good business also. There are of more course. of those people to I go I think out those people drink more. And, and, yeah. and drink more in a, in a way. So, all right, so. Okay, so, so after I, a year, I said you, what you I'm doing here like, is like, you know, um, all these people are going to South Beach, which is the mecca of the nightclub in the world. I was like, yeah, if I want to do this all the way, I, so you, you got know, bored. I'm At the end of the day, you just got bored. Yeah, I was like, you know, I want to do something creative. And I'm always being a creative. I'm an artist. It's like, you know, I want to do something different. It's like, you know, all the, I'm in the middle of Doral in a suburbio, like in a suburb, in the middle of Doral, you know, what I'm doing yeah. here. By the way, the way from now Caracas to Miami, yeah. and, and you end up, you know. Yeah, and the same thing. And I was like, years, you know, 2001? 2001. So yeah, 2001, Doral was, there was nothing in Doral in 2001. Correct. That was the only club. That was it. Wow. So it was a bar, a restaurant, whatever. And I was like, bro, I want to do something different. So I start calling promoters from the beach, from South Beach, and I start to, to getting connections and, you know, owners and Did promoters. Did they know who you were, like when you called them? A little, yeah, because you know, like, I had hey, some reputation at that time. Blah, blah. And I, I get to know this guy, Calix. Remember right. Calix, the Colombian yes. guy? Very popular on the beach. And he said, bro, I'm gonna combine my French and gringo people and my American crowd that's to your land flavor and your girls. That's that what he I said? Bringing, yeah. Okay. Let's connect with this venue, it's called Honey. So oh, at that time, was my only party in wow. South Beach, my, the only promoter that I created an international event Shout out to Alexis Fernandez. Correct. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I, I opened up uh, 2001. Yeah, was this? Wow. It was super mega successful at Saturday night. What My best night? party. Saturday night. Saturday night. Wow. Unbelievable party. Yeah. And it was French. So it was the same. It was uh, the same Anglo I took Latin my DJ from La Covacha. DJ Nicolas. Nicolas. Huh? Yeah. And uh, we created DJ a different DJ. format. Yeah, Nico. We created a different format of music for that venue. It was like right. super, it was, you know, sophisticated. Uh, it was a small venue. How many uh, people? Like, what was the capacity? Uh, 250, 300 people. Oh, very really exclusive. Okay. It was small, and, but and there was, was probably exclusive. more than that people there. I remember that place had 
actually an issue. Well, we interviewed the doorman. Oh. <laughs> Mario. Mario was it? Okay. Mario Cecilia was a doorman. I was just going to ask you, who was and the doorman? Mario door spoke about one of the nights over there because he spoke about the day that. Um, what he was got raided. Yeah, yeah, he got raided. Yeah. Because of the mine or something. Like oh, wow. There was a different party. Right. Which was managed by the, the company that I work with right now. <laughs> There you go. A honey night just right, but they were the, the younger generation coming up, so correct. So it always correct. it always happens, you know. There's always that that era, that that moment when you're starting your company. If you start when you're like 18 to 21 or, or whatnot, where the people that you're gonna bring to the parties are, are younger, so it's right. you know it's harder to find. No, no, you sound like you were having a lot of fun. Oh my god, doing at that time, yeah, because so I wanted to how? reach different. I mean, like you had a mission you know, from 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 that point. It's like you know, Ronald Rip was created as a brand. You know, and like you, you know, these, these guys the, capable the to, to actually bring. Were you now living larger? Like, what, like was it was it a lucrative business for you at that time? Yeah, as well. Yeah, and you were I was sleeping. Making, like you weren't showering in a in a restroom and stuff like that. Or <laughs> you know, no, no, now? I, was, I was I was living by promotions. You know, okay. I was making a living. Okay, so doing promotion like at night. And balling, I was happy party, yeah, popularity, everything. Yeah, yeah, wow, was, you're alive, man. Yeah, That's super good. cool. And it, super cool. you know, now you're talking about that. Let me ask you a question. There's there's, you know, or or a tip actually for for our viewers. Tip. There's one thing. Ding, ding. There's one thing that you always did better than everybody else and it was girls like you did girls ronald than ronald <laughs> rip okay uh, knew how to do girls my best friend <laughs> no, ronald. So, 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 no being serious which we tried yeah. to do yeah no right like <laughs> um, let's be serious now you 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 know you perfected let's say the art of bringing girls to a club correct you know like if beautiful women Yes, yeah, Ma yeah. mainly that. Mainly. Yeah, because that's you know today is something that that, uh, that is it's asked a lot of the promoters. You want them to bring more women. As a matter of fact, mm -hmm. we pay more for women than for guys. Right. Of course, um, and that kind of thing. But but you you're one of the few that started doing it before it became like a necessity to do or or whatever. So how did you do that? What do you think you did different from everybody else that made you that guy that the girls? That, that, that's actually that, that was the key actually because you know secret. I know you know when you bring girls to a club you um, you guarantee sales for sure because mm -hmm. the, the guys are gonna come they're gonna spend money and you know that you know yeah and uh, <clears throat> but the thing is that you know it's funny because uh, you can fuck them <laughs> you, oh. you can have any kind of you relationship Sorry, the romantic relationship hey, you're right I mean you have you're right yeah. there I lost my leg for a second <laughs> seriously <laughs> Yeah. I mean, the secret is like, I mean, you have to be friendly. You have you to know, be friendly and, uh, and you have to be professional. Correct. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And, you know, sometimes, of course, you like one, you like two. Yeah. But in the same group, it's like when you when you have a, like, a, like yeah, a, an affair like, with one. Your own supply, right? You have another, these guys, you know, like, you're hitting on me and this guy, yeah, yeah, uh, he's yeah. a pedo, whatever. You keep it And you, you actually lose the, I mean, the, the interest. Of course. To uh, you know, to bring them to a party. So it's like when you befriend them, you have it right there because they know that you're gonna, you're not exactly. gonna hit on them, so and the, you have it in the, like a client list. Exactly. So pretty much the them. secret tip is becoming more their friend. Yeah, become their friend. Yeah. friend. Keep it professional. Yeah, professional. Don't get high on supply. Yeah, right. And that'll that'll attract, that'll that'll make your network with women kind of 
you know, Correct. gained popularity because they're like, oh, he's very respectful. He's so nice and he gets yeah. you into the best parties and blah, blah, blah. Correct. And it just grows and that's a good thing. Basically, I mean, it wasn't, those, it wasn't that easy because sometimes it's like you want to do. And, and there's another part because like, it, it's not about bringing the girls to the club. After that, you have to make sure the public relations part of it is, is done right also. Correct. You know, so, so can you tell me a little bit about what... How would you take care of this girls normally? Champagne, 100%. Champagne? <laughs> Champagne, Champagne. Okay. always. You have to have that, well, we're that bottle right of, of bubbles. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you see? that's actually you know, the, the favorite Champagne? Uh, drink for yeah. girls. And uh, you always have to have that, you know, a couple of three bottles of champagne on your table. Hey, yeah, so it's you not a secret to most, but, mm. you, you know, so you guys, you? the ones that don't know, uh, Champagne is not only a good thing for bringing girls, you know, complimentary champagne, but it's complimentary? also... Complimentary? Complimentary, right, of course. Right. Okay. But there's also the fact um, that if girls are drinking champagne, the guys that you bring that are going to spend money have to are going to have to buy champagne. Yeah. So what is the deal with champagne? Correct. It's either it's more expensive, expensive. It's more expensive. Or if it's they don't buy the most expensive one, it's five to six drinks. That's it from the bottle. So they're going to want more. Exactly. And it's that's why clubs rather sell champagne than any other bottle of whatever. Yeah, I mean, I mean, actually, champagne could make the difference in your sales at the end of the night. So, question: When, when it, your your whole like your secret to approaching women in this case, if there's a promoter out there who's who's maybe right now listening and saying, you know what, I need to start singing getting, in their ear. I need to start getting more women into. That's what I'm missing. I'm missing, you know, reaching more women bringing in more women into my party how and do you approach give, him, give that guy a tip approach give, him uh, like let him know that you're a promoter right away right away you know, i mean because in that way they, they know that you're working okay and you get their attention and then befriend them i mean be nice and uh and give is that them how your you, number is that yeah, how you would give them your number first. just <laughs> correct you give them that so is that how you would do it? you would just go up to them and say hey hi how are you you know, I'm on a rip. Here's a, my party. I, I used to have these business cards that we don't okay. use anymore. But I used to have this. And, you know, I never... I mean, sometimes when it gets into a great conversation, you get their number. But otherwise, you give them their card and they're going to text you for sure because they're going to party. I do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you see? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you, so you use would... Instagram. You use Instagram. Yeah, that's the new card. <laughs> um, so you would just go up to them and get their... You would try to get their number. Yeah, how you doing? Uh, what are you them? doing here? Who invited you? You Got like it. this party? You like international party? Because, you know, tomorrow I have a party. Perfect. I like to invite okay. with your friends. Okay, so you were always working, man. You were always on yes, work yes. mode. Yes, yes, Awesome. And, right. you know, from, from that point on, I started to get nightclubs in, uh, in South Beach in South Beach you know? so now you became the yeah. South Beach man what right, happened right. to they, you they, they what happened to your boy La Coacha promoter they, I left La Coacha oh wow they didn't they didn't want me Crickets to do Saturday there? nights <laughs> yeah, it was empty they like were, nothing no 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 not really no, no. no they, they, they kept the party for, for five years so yeah because they had their crowd out there they had you know they had an, they, there was another I mean I, I always say Aurelio was my biggest competition at the time but at the same time I see him as a mentor even oh yeah even the fact that you know I, I barely worked with him because we did a few times. Yeah, but working against the yeah, guy they, they knew how to was, figure out was a whole yeah. you know, university. No, no, they knew <laughs> how man, to figure he's, out. He's good. Yeah, he yeah, knew how good. to get people in there. One so, way or another, he just he's a workaholic first of all. Yeah, yeah. and, uh, and he had, same as Gerald. And, and he was high <laughs> energy. He was high oh, energy. Yeah. So, 
and uh, you know I don't know 16 hours per day you know working crazy wow and uh, some great ideas for the marketing uh, department of Lagoa. do you have to work that hard to be a promoter like something like that like 16 hours so if there's a promoter right now who's like oh I mean, I'm just gonna to do this lot. for four hours I used to hours. work a lot because you know I wanted to make a name for myself okay in the industry I mean there was so many names at that time uh, being these people I mean LMG La Misma Gente at that time the most important, I mean, the monopoly of the city. Uh, and, uh, you know, it wasn't no one at that time. So and I wanted to, like, create something different in South Beach. Like, you know, and I want to be a different promoter. I want to be different. I want to propose something, like, out of this area and bring it to a, you know, to a so beach. People has to, you know, people go and, and, and get to know uh, different venues. Like, Opium, for me, Opium was like a dream. Opium Garden, where story is right now. Got it. Uh, opium was like, you know, I, I'm working if, at Opium Garden. If I mean, you guys, if you guys have been listening to other podcasts uh, that we've talked <coughs> about about this a little bit, uh, in Miami, you know, there's there's two, you know, areas. Let's say so. The most popular area is South Beach, where most of the big clubs, you know, the lives, the back stories, the day, yeah, the, you know, and back then even more was, you know, now there's <coughs> more places too, more places on the beach. Um, nowadays, it's less venues. But even bigger, probably, you know, production-wise and, and right. not and numbers. Well, they're competing with other with other cities, so now they're right. doing, they're going crazy. But then, but going, then, they're going all out. And then there's, you know, Brickell, and there's Midtown, and there's Wynwood. So there's a few different areas that are around to the nightlife. Um, but we have always concentrated, being, you know, on on outside of the of the South Beach Correct. area. We've always said, you know, we we let South Beach, you know guys be on South Beach and we stay owning our, our, our areas. Was it because there but were too many promoters or one being or too many things going on? It was a different on. monster, number one. You know, they worked a lot with um, tourists. tourism, yeah. number one. We have never been at celebrities uh, as well. Celebrities. International celebrities. Um, you know, but for example, with the tourism, the street teams, like for example, what Ronald started doing at the beginning, mm -hmm. there was this guy, Gerald, that he just mentioned, who built a street team that was started becoming like the guy that owned the parties you know oh, wow to make the story short you know this guy that started doing building a street team for clubs ended up owning a nightclub in las vegas you know wow and now Correct. he owns mr jones on the beach um and i think mokai he's a partner too from my understanding so so anyway so there's money there baby. anywhere in this business you can start wherever you start there's a way to grow and, and as as high as you want but you need to put in those hours you need to put you in know, yeah. you want to stay at a certain you gotta put that level. hustle in that muscle you know exactly but you the muscle in the hustle stay at a certain level you can depends on what your comfort zone is and, and where you feel comfortable money wise also what, how much you want to make what, you know how much work you want to put in etc it's, it's up to you so, really so Rano as you're doing all this because I know you've mentioned a couple of times uh, you're an artist you know while all this is happening are you entertaining are you in you know go what are you doing with your art with your artistry uh, you know i know i see i see you have a couple of tattoos i know that jm just mentioned you you uh, number 11 is your favorite number do you have 11 tattoos do you have the number 11 no i love 16 you? i have 16 Six, 16 or 16 yeah, yeah. 15 or the, you know the name of shit wow cool okay uh, I mean, I've been an artist since I was six years old, dancing but, and, and but, doing But it. I want to know how the transition, like, 
Was that happening while you were promoting? It was happening at the same time. So yeah, it was happening. While at the you same were time. promoting, were you also saying, "Hey, and by the way, you know, come check me out. I also perform or sing <laughs> at this place." But I, I was doing that like for the sake of the art. At that time, it was like for me, it was like you know, I'm, I'm promoting these nightclubs. But at the same time, I'm, I have this rock band that I like, oh, so I'm gonna start rock. writing songs. You know, I used to be a drummer okay. in the beginning, and then I started to. Um, to sing like for a hobby and I started to play guitar I started to learn instruments I had a band blah, wow. blah, you know because I liked that part but I never took it professionally until okay. 2005 All right, so today mm -hmm. the title of nightclub promoter goes away completely for you you are nowadays considered a musician song singer songwriter is yeah, I'm a recording artist basically you're yeah. a recording, I'm a recording artist, artist. And, and that's uh, starting what year like what was the year where you was there something bad that happened to you as a promoter or you just got tired of it and you this, said, you know this what? This is a crazy story. I, I've already gained so much popularity <laughs> that I'm just going to move on or that or what you're about to tell us right now. How this did, is actually how a crazy story. Okay. And you know, some love it. Hey, you some heard people, it here at the nightlife. On some the people are going to believe me or not. I don't know. <laughs> okay. But it, it was a calling from God. Actually. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know, it was crazy. You know, I felt yeah. the energy. Jesus actually, talks to us. Really, really. <laughs> I'm being serious. Hey, hey don't like, laugh over there, man. <laughs> no, Our for production real. crew is laughing. I was Why? Like, talking hey, about, stop laughing. Now. Talking about um, I'm laughing. <laughs> talking about Opie McGurn. Okay. I was, you know, oh. on any night, Friday night, packed nightclub, two thousand people. It was crazy. If uh, you were doing I was opium, like, it was not God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was, that's what I was about to say. I was like, okay, if you heard the voice there, man. So, so, yeah, I was like, so what happened? Yeah. Let me, yeah. What was uh? Sorry, we're also live over there with um, yeah, live Instagrammers. His Instagrammers. So uh, um, I was walking to my job as every Friday night, you know, with a party, you know, slammed. It was super cool, and uh, I really, really felt some words. You felt them. I felt words. It's like you know, someone yeah, like yeah. from the Mahaja or something. You know, they touch me, God or something. It's like, what are you doing here? This is not your calling. Wow. And I was what? I mean, I was like, you know, I felt that, but it wasn't words really, but I interpret. This is 2005? 2005, okay. correct. I was like, you know, I was the peak of my nightclub promoter career. I was making a bunch of money. I was, you know, connected with everyone, working with the French guy. It was like, you know, the best moment of my career as a promoter. I was and like, you, no, this, like is, this, is not, this is not correct. This is like, you know, there's something else happening to me. And, uh, you know, I, I used to have this girlfriend, Elizabeth. Remember Elizabeth, the blonde girl? Yeah. Always blonde. Shout out to Elizabeth. <laughs> Always blonde. And, uh, you know, I was like, yeah, I don't feel good. I don't know. I'm promoting that. I don't know. This is like, this is not, I don't know. This is not for me anymore, I think. Are you sad? What, what happened to you? I don't know. I, I, what do you want to do with your life? I was like, you know, I'm an artist. And she was like, well, do your art and play your music. Well, and you, then I took the decision, as, as I told you before, mm -hmm. I took the decision to actually do this. All the way. It's like, all the you know, way. You stopped. All the way. You, you, I was like, oh, because of what you said. How you said, you know, when I sign a contract, when I go into something, I go all in. All the way. And this is the same case. It's like, you okay. know, I have to go all the way. I mean, my career is now at the stage. It's like, you know, I have to keep working very, very hard. The music industry is a freaking... Monster, right? Oh, my God. I mean, you don't, you can't imagine. Yeah. And, you know, I've been fighting and fighting and fighting because I want to go all the way. It's like, you know, I want awesome. I want my music heard you. in every corner of the, of the world and I won't rest until that happens. Did, did your years 
in the nightlife industry help you in any way or, or 100% 100% the thing is that you know going back to the conversation um, I heard this and I started changing everything I started I started losing interest in the nightclub industry per se and uh, I started writing more songs and get not connected with the art. Not because it was bad to you, but because not you because saw it, that this I was, was making not a living. Cost. I was making a living. I was happy, you know. I was, you know, uh, getting in contact with promoters, with you know, music in the music industry as well. You know, uh, promoters, managers, and DJs all the time. Like you know, yeah. I, I was, I was. Doing Let my me job. ask you: were, were you feeling guilt? Like, did you feel guilty? You were making all this money. You were popular. Not really. Not really. Or, like, what? Why do you think? God spoke to you like why was there like were you drinking a lot were you not were I was you, drinking like crazy yeah, you yeah. Were drinking like crazy yeah like where you just you know had which ten, it doesn't do anymore ten, yeah <laughs> did you have like girlfriends all over the place were you just all over the insane. place yeah it was insane because so, okay, so then God did at that point kind of like you felt that God said hey this is not for you man yeah with, with success in the nightclub industry is like yeah. I mean, you have everything. I mean, you're you're actually a celebrity, a local celebrity. Of course. Because people, I mean, you have celebrities. You have, you know, in the the Latin music industry, uh, you have connections everywhere. Preacher. You have all the legal. <laughs> you have all the legal that you want. You have all the girls that you want. You want see local celebrity. <laughs> chapter nine. Local read. celebrity. <laughs> read chapter nine. You'll get quizzed on it later. <laughs> so uh, you know, at that time I was super happy because I was a local yeah. celebrity. But it was something missing. I mean, and I got a, that call. Awesome. And I said, I want to be something more real. I want to do something more real. It's like, good. I want to be you. real. And real is, first of all, I'm in, the, in this business of the show business because I want to make people happy. You know, my happiness is seeing people happy. Awesome. You know, when I people got these 2,000 people uh, parties, right. having fun, uh, yeah, I remember that, that I was like live, almost crying. By the way, just a few weeks back. Yes. Hey, just opened up for Nacho, right? Nacho, yes. Woohoo! Awesome. <laughs> nice, man. So, you know, when I see people happy and singing my songs or any anybody's song or, you know, it's like, you know, it makes me happy. So, What kind of music do you sing? Uh, I've transitioned from, you know, ballads to rock to alternative rock in English and Spanish. Latin pop rock, pop rock in, in Spanish and English, wow. and then I'm doing more Latin well, pop rocker. reggaeton. I like rock, yeah. I like electronic as well, you know. Okay. I don't know why I'm not a DJ. And now <laughs> you're doing like reggaeton rock. And I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing um, Latin pop, urban, cool, you know, influences. That's it. So everything started to change, and I said I'm gonna I'm gonna do this professionally. I have to go all the way. I have to keep. I mean, I mean, I have to write my songs, I have to perform my songs, I have to produce my songs, I have to promote these songs, and I have to become a 100% artist. <clears throat> did you, make did a you living identify the fact, like, did you identify the fact that you are a promoter, you know how to promote yourself as an artist, right? Yeah. And, and, and you already have this popularity, you know, let me invite all these people, just how I invite them to come to a party on Saturday, on Thursday, let me invite them to my show. Did you right. start connecting those dots? And did it work for you, or or there no? You cool just went truth. in another. You just went somewhere else because it's another world. You know, you ha you needed to gain other. There is a cruel um, truth. It's like you know when people identify you as a. Yes, that's what I want to talk. Exactly. Nadie es profeta en su tierra. And uh, you know, uh, I I say it in camera. I don't care. <laughs> it's like um, when people you you have like a like a, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a label no, here. That's how it is. It's like you're a promoter and that's it. And yeah, I exactly. won't accept you anywhere. I started as a stripper. Yeah, it's and you see, yeah, now it's different. 
Everybody was in taking him seriously. He was like, what? You're a promoter now. What? You're now a musician? You're singing songs? They don't believe you. And, you know, little by little, people start believing you because you're serious about it. I have, um, you know, five music videos. I have 14 singles out. I have tours in Europe. I have tours here. This is hard, people. It's hard to do this. And I've been working like crazy uh, to actually, you know, reach a level where, as I said, you know, go out and play live for these people and these people singing your songs and that is it's a spiritual connection awesome. and that's word that I've always used to describe this guy from the nightlife to, to this but especially now that he found his calling uh, it, I mean to me it's still entertainment and uh, it has a lot to do with our business um, and I also had a little musician in me have a little but, little but it's it's persevere you persevere persistence you know and persistence is the key yeah man it's, it's you stay on seriously. it like it doesn't matter what you run into this is you know that this is what you want or you're gonna do whatever it takes to get to that you know trophy, whatever, whatever it is that you have as a, as a goal and so what is that goal right now where do you want to be yeah where you when going? you grow up. I mean, what, what, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I like um, it. By the way, we're standing here. Yeah. If you can see. Yeah, yeah I'm not tired. Tired. <laughs> um, This business, I mean, you know, I got an, an, an interview in Univision the other day, and they asked me, uh, why is that the part that you don't like about the, the show business? And I like everything. I said, I like everything. I like the interview. I like the music video. I like to write songs. I like to produce songs. I like to do music videos. I, I, I just I, love I like entertainment, everything. like just being with but, people. But, you know, like one of the reasons that I got into this business is because I like to travel. I like to connect with people in different countries, in different mm-hmm. cities, to hear my music and to connect with them. And, uh, you know, if you ask me, why, why are you in this business to actually connect with people in different cities of the world? What I want is touring. It's like, you what do tours. you want? I want touring. Tour. You want to tour all over? I want to tour, yeah. All over the and that's world. why I remain single. That's why I don't get commitment in any. So that's how like, here committed you are to this. Like, you're like, I'm yeah. not going to stay yeah. single. I don't want to get I mean, attached. And sometimes, I wanna... you know, to be honest with you, it's hard. I have a kind of a, a relationship with a girl and I sometimes like yeah back up because it's gonna be because it's gonna distract you already have another relationship it's gonna distract you yeah yeah i'm in love with my music i love my career and you know when i get to a point or to a level that i'm gonna be actually a little comfortable with my career i can start doing different things hey do your tattoos mean anything you you mentioned to be but you know later i mean it's all about the universe it's all about about the universe it's all about the connection with god and the the universe you know be grateful all the time like you know, what you have it's gonna take you I don't know you have the heart and break the, the rules always I mean, break your you rules to, you know, just pumped different. some iron before coming yeah. here yeah, 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 yeah. He, and hey, you. he has pretty much all the nightlife uh, tips <laughs> yeah. around his all body so. nightclub yeah. <laughs> that's awesome hey so did anything ever happen that, that besides the voice um, from working the nightlife that made you want to quit Is it, could you tell us like and I know your story, so don't come up with yeah, some, yeah. you know. Can you, can you tell us, like, a, 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 you know, besides that? Because that was, what I believe, something more universal, more human that happened to you. I, I, tell I me mean, about, like, the, the what creative was the worst, connection that you... That what was you, the worst experience you had? I'm sorry. The, the worst experience that you had. Yeah, yeah. That and the, and that the best had. experience that you had working as a promoter in the night, in night life, life in business. Yeah. I mean, there's one time I got into a club in downtown. Uh, Mac Miami used to... Uh, we used to promote together. Shout out to Mac Miami. Uh, Shout out. Yeah, Mac Miami, yeah. 
And, um, you know, I got something in my drink. I don't know. I got oh. crazy. I ended up, like, in an apartment with a lot of people, a lot wow. of crazy girls, naked. <laughs> oh. A disaster. Uh, I didn't remember anything. I was thing. like, you know, what the fuck happened here? I was like, wow, so you, you know, really... I lost it. And it was about the same time, 2006. I'm so glad yeah. I'm the guy doing the interview. <laughs> <laughs> really? So yeah. it's like, so you, you know, woke up I was like, I, bro, did this not happen? I mean, land. because, you know, talking about energies again, yeah. you know, actually I opened up uh, a new Instagram account. It's called um, for it. Abundance Challenge. No, Abundance Challenge. Abundance Planet. Abundance you know, Planet. Because it's, it's, it's all At about the, the energies and the connection the with, with the consciousness planet. of God. Whatever you, you believe, you, you need to believe in something, I think. Yeah. You have to believe in something, you, no matter what. Just going to go to his party, read his book. <laughs> go to Amazon.com. Get the book. Get the believe. book. <laughs> yeah. And, and Get it for my yeah. life. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, so you open that and, and, and so, so part of the voice had... It looks like you were getting into a lot of parties, a lot of trouble. A oh lot man, of, yeah, yeah. I was, like, I was going out every living, every day of the week. The life. I mean, six days yeah. in the week. You know, I was resting one day only. Wow. You know, all again, all over again. And you know, I didn't have anything to do in those parties in the different parties that I, were not my own. So guys, and I still for those know, those promoters that you know you want to tell them, you know, take it, take it easy. Yeah, take it easy, right? Like, don't. Yeah, you, because I mean. Because at the end of the day, that could affect your pocket, right? Of course. I'm not against people that pocket do drugs reputation. or anything like that. They want to do whatever yeah, they yeah. fucking want with their lives. Of course. But anything, I mean, I've learned that anything that, that, that can alter your senses in some way is bad. It's bad. And this is why you don't drink drugs, cocaine, marijuana. I don't drink anymore. I don't, I don't do you drugs. Don't do anything. Don't. You're like pure yeah. as your hashtag. Right. Wow. So it's like, you know, you have to focus and concentrate and, you know, Hey, you're like in another mission right now. You're like right. in a, another so journey. Like, I think for me, that happened a long time ago. I mean, two years ago, I was like partying and having fun like yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, little by little, I realized that, you know, there's important things in your life. I mean, family, career, and, you know, I, I, my career is music. I, I'm devoted to it. And if I want to wake up fresh, I want to focus in my craft, yeah. I have to be totally sober. And totally energetic, totally healthy. I'm not gonna ask you what the best thing is because I'm, uh, you know, you're already telling us that you woke up. It was and probably that, that stopped, same night. Yeah, <laughs> and that you stopped. The best and the worst. And, and you kind of like realize, you know what? I think I'm I'm here on this earth to do bigger things. Correct. And let me focus on my music. Let me focus on my writing, my music ship. And hey, and, wow. and, and by the way, I want to make sure uh, people understand that the fact that his calling is something different from yeah. the nightlife doesn't mean that this could, you know, is a bad thing in any way, shape. I mean, I've known several. Yeah, I mean, I can different. say the names. People promoters that they don't drink. They don't drink. They're super yeah, focused, and they make more money than the promoters that drink. Exactly. <laughs> of course, no, no, it's, totally, it's crazy. Totally I mean, Jonathan Stahl is one of them. I admire him because. Yeah. He's like top in uh, in the industry in Miami Beach. Uh, he doesn't touch a, 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 a drink. drink. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. he's like that. And uh, I admire that. You know, I and I used to tell him, bro, how do you not drink? I mean, so let me ask you: Are you ready to be a father? Uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the end of every episode, we do, do a little segment called the Night Father. For some reason, yeah, the Night Father. Like, yeah. he, he, look, he looks like a good babysitter, right? <laughs> there you go. So I mean. Yeah, but you're, you're talking about the fact that you don't, you know, you're pushing relationships away. You know, the only one you're fucking right now is. I, I don't want to call. I don't want to 
put it like that, like pushing relationships away. Yeah. But I'm always careful. I know. Like, uh, you know, this right, so, this so. chick has to understand that we are in a very very difficult business, okay. and uh, we have to travel. We have to go to the studio. We have to, you know, yeah, everything yeah. is in the media, in the cameras, and all that. And they have to understand it's difficult to find a girl like that. <laughs> so, so being that I have three kids, this guy has four. Wow. Oh, this know, guy. I, you didn't have a PlayStation. How, how, how do didn't you have feel? a PlayStation. How yeah. do you feel, you know, on balancing this? Actually yeah. balancing it out. How do you feel about, you know, like, do you ever think about, yeah. it's, I'm getting older, you know? No, yeah. not only that. Yeah. What about the day he blanked out? What about if somebody knocks on your door right now? Hey, uh, meet your three-year-old baby. Yeah. You blanked out. Right. You don't know, but... Uh, yeah, you might have a 15-year-old little girl, you know? Me. <laughs> Ranelita. No, but seriously, no. Ranelita do, you, do, you ever, do you ever think about children? About having children? Yeah. Like, is ever, that one of the things? Is that, that, yeah. Is not that, really. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It could happen. I mean, my life could change oh, it could tomorrow. it happen. It's tomorrow. Totally. I mean, <laughs> and I think you. that kid conversation is about when you meet that person. Yes. I mean, after you meet that person, you can start considering that you want to have kids. We, in my case. And the way he is, you know, right. when I do, I go all in. Imagine yeah, yeah. we, in five years, he's like, guys, after that moment, I had another calling. Yeah, if I got twins, how can I, can I, How can I be so <laughs> busy yeah, yeah. and not providing to a, to a, a, a baby yeah, yeah. if right. I'm not happy with myself right now? I mean, of course. it's not that I'm not happy. But is that, you know, you I don't think feel things fulfilled. to accomplish. You still have right. a lot first. to fulfill. Right. And exactly. I know that I'm going to have more time because, you know, obviously you guys know that yeah. you know, it's like a part-time job to have of kids. Course. And I don't have time for that <laughs> right now, you know. And, right. Of course. And it doesn't cross my not, mind. It is really not a part-time. <clears throat> it's full-time. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it's like uh, my, my life, as I said, my life could change tomorrow. I meet the girls of my life and, you know, when year she's pregnant, I don't know. But exactly. um, right now I'm okay like that and I'm living, you know, day by day. So it's awesome. <clears throat> Okay, question. What do you think? There's any possibility that you you'll end up back in the nightlife at some point? Probably, yeah. Mm. Probably, yeah. yeah. I'm an expert. Right. <laughs> I'm an expert, and uh, you know, probably in my in my journey as a musician, as an artist, you know, I have a lot of people like approaching me to to actually give me money to build nightclubs and bars and all that, and that's a possibility. I mean, you know, why not? It's a great profit business. So you know, why not? So. Cool, man. Well, man, it's been great. Besides my, <laughs> great besides my legs, looking. Hey, for this looking? champagne. <laughs> this champagne is great. Time, champagne. Um, we want to thank you, Ronald. Hey, Ronald, thank you no, so thank much. You. Thank you, thank you for having Thank you for your honesty. Thank you. And you kept it real. I love it. Well, I, I have the ending of that this story the for the next episode. When he's not here, I'm gonna tell you the real ending. Oh. No, just, <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, I actually was thinking of that day when he's. When I when I said, what you know, don't come up with a, some other story. I was thinking of that. Oh, that oh, day, that that day he exactly. Was like, exactly. You see, so so I believe that, that was a running through Brickle Naked. The craziest. But, um, all right. So next week we have no idea who we're gonna have yet. Yes. Because <laughs> that person had to fly out of town, so we're gonna get somebody else. Don't worry, but we'll make it now, interesting. Remember to follow Heiko Taps beer and Dorafu wine and wine. Sorry. Festival. Then I have Entrepreneur on Instagram, LMG Miami also, and Ronald, Ronald Drip. Rip. And also the new, the new one, the, the, the conscious, conscious. Uh, abundance Planet. Abundance, abundance Challenge. The abundance way. Challenge. One dollar, so, I'll explain it to you later. Yeah. <laughs>
the nightlife entrepreneur on Amazon. Yep. Nightlifeentrepreneurs.com hey, slash podcast. Like our video. Automatic YouTube. Da, da, da. Share it, guys. Come on. Share, Share it. it. Like it. Love it. Kiss it. Hello, guys. Peace and love. Instagrammers. Instagrammers. Instagrammers.